Porn Free Radio, Episode 20. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. I'm Matt Dobschutz. Porn Free Radio is the podcast for people who want to live 100% porn free. In this episode, we're talking about celebrity nudes, how to avoid powerful triggers. I just want to start by uh, talking about some emails that I received this week. Email actually is a great way to get a hold of me. And for a lot of you, it seems that you're listening week after week. And at some point, you want to share your story with me or connect. And uh, email is a very private way to do that. I realize that on social media, like Twitter and uh, Facebook and all those kinds of things, your stuff is kind of out there for the world to see. So if you ever want to send me an email, you can send me an email, matt at pornfreeradio.com. That's matt at pornfreeradio.com. That'll get to me. It's private. I'm the only one who checks it. Uh, so, you know, feel free to reach out and let me know how your journey's going, what's going on with you. And if you have any questions or if you want to dig into any topics on the show, I'm always interested in your feedback, your comments, and obviously answering and help uh, your questions to help you. So a couple that I want to highlight this week, um, and I'm going to just use the first initial of these names just in case someone's listening who could put together who this is. I didn't ask for permission to read some of this, so I'm just going to keep it pretty anonymous. Um, R uh, wrote, Uh, For me, your show is really about what happens after the exposure to all this social promotion of porn and after the shame of getting caught being addicted to it happens. And I just thought this was really powerful thinking about this show. You know, when I started the show uh, 19 episodes ago, I kind of had a brief vision of kind of creating community for people who want to live 100% porn-free. I knew my experience, and obviously I've, I've talked to a lot of you about your experience with relapses and kind of a struggle, an up-and-down struggle with porn. But I do really think this, uh, the key word in this sort of comment from, from listener R is after, the word after. This show is about getting past the shame. It's getting past um, the the porn and all the acting out, uh, it's getting past the, it's past the getting caught and, and everything that's resulting around that. And it's about what are we doing to go forward? What are we going for? Uh, what are we after? Um, and so the, uh, I just love that. I love thinking about it like that. So no matter if you just had a relapse this week or if you've been going at this for a while, uh, this show's really about living and moving forward and not letting an addiction um, or a sort of a compulsive masturbation porn habit define our lives. And so, you know, I really want to encourage all of you um, in your struggle, no matter where you're at in your journey, uh, to continue to listen and to continue to think of ways um, that you can develop strategies and plans to go after the good things in life and leave porn behind. Uh, H wrote, I think your podcast is really supportive and I've just started listening from episode one again for inspiration. Uh, he, this particular listener had mentioned that he had a relapse this last week 
And so as he was kind of getting his plan together and kind of pulling things back uh, and kind of trying to get back to, to day one and start to walk this out, he just started listening to episode one again. Now, I haven't listened to episode one in a while, and it was my first podcast ever, so apologies if it's a little rough, um, but I think that's an excellent strategy. You know, if you're feeling kind of down, if you're feeling kind of hopeless, if you've had a relapse, go back and listen to some old episodes. Find a topic that maybe you listened to once and maybe need a, a refresher on. Uh, listen to episodes one and two again. Those are really essentially my story and, uh, you know, pornfreeradio.com slash one uh, is called um, Coming Clean. Pornfreeradio.com slash two is called Unlovable. Uh, and there's a lot about my story in there, and I'm sure there's a lot of things that you might relate to. So if you've had a relapse um, and you're new to the show, think about going back and listening to some of those old episodes. A couple other comments came in on iTunes. I love it. I love the iTunes stuff because that gets our podcast out to the rest of the world. Uh, Derek87 wrote, excellent podcast, very helpful. Um, and he wrote that it was a very hel- helpful podcast, especially... Uh, for those who have been at this fight for a while, keep up the good work. And thanks a lot, Derek. I appreciate you. And I appreciate the fact that you say that you've been in the fight for a while. Um, because I really want to be a resource to, to guys who are just discovering uh, this challenge and, and wanting to find new tools and strategies for working for it. But for all of us who have been at this for a while, we need support still. Um, the uh, definition that I have of, of maturity actually is it's not an absence of struggle, um, but it's it's actually an awareness of our weakness. And so sometimes we think if we get healthy and we get clean, um, that we're not going to struggle anymore, uh, that it's like an absence of struggle. But in, in actuality, it's more of an awareness of our weaknesses. And so, yeah, you might have had a good run. You might have had a great year. Uh, with your porn recovery, but you can always use new tools. You can always use you can always use help and support, and you you definitely still need to plan and be careful um, so that you don't fall back into it. All right, the last one that came in on iTunes was from Stealth Jones twenty seven. What an incredible tag! I don't know what Stealth Jones twenty seven means, but it sounds totally cool. Uh, he or she writes, "It's Frank Ernest." healing. That, that was the three words he described the podcast with. Um, an exemplary support for those struggling with porn addiction. So again, you know, I really want to support you and, and I, I welcome your comments on iTunes. I welcome your emails, matt at pornfreeradio.com. Uh, so keep them coming. Okay, I want to get into t- today's main topic. And the first thing I'm going to say is I'm going to try really hard to not trigger you in this topic. Uh, I know this has been uh, in the news recently, a story related to uh, a celebrity hacking scandal. Um, But I want to be very careful. I'm not going to use people's names uh, in terms of actresses or people affected by the scandal. I'm not going to talk about um, some of the specifics of it. Uh, and I encourage you to not, if you, if you sort of were under a rock for the last two weeks, if you didn't hear about it, 
don't go on to Google, you know, you know, trying to find out news about this. Um, I'm going to briefly explain it, but I really want to dig into the topic. Um, and so I'm not going to try to trigger you. Um, some of you maybe were already triggered and maybe you avoided it or uh, more than likely, maybe you weren't able to stay away from some of the content. And I have uh, uh, kind of some suggestions for those of you who the, the latter applies to. So hang with me. I'm going to try, try to walk this very carefully. I want to keep everyone safe who's listening, but I really want to talk about uh, this subject, specific, specifically around celebrities and this, these powerful triggers in our culture and media. I want to start with a story. I was driving to work many years ago, and my wife had borrowed the car, and she listens to a, a morning show that's aimed at women. It's, it's, it's kind of like popular music. You know, they play like Katy Perry songs, and they play uh, Pink songs, and you know the kind of sh- sh- show, like a Maroon 5. And the hosts are really vanilla um, they're just, um, their names, I'll actually say their names. Their names are Eric and Kathy. Uh, it's in the Chicago area. And they're just, you know, they, it's kind of like this mindless talk. And they kind of have this banter in the morning. I don't know why, but I was just kind of mindlessly listening. And maybe I, maybe a good song was on when I got in the car and I didn't turn it off. And it's not a show that I would avoid or even would feel triggered by normally. Um, but on the show, they had kind of a celebrity gossip uh, segment. And in it, they were kind of laughing about uh, a red carpet uh, thing that happened the night before. And uh, a famous actress was on the red carpet, and she had kind of a loose-fitting dress. And she started taking pictures, and the, one of the flaps of her dress came untied, and for several seconds, her entire breast was popped out. Not, not just sort of a, a nip slip or some sort of, uh, you know, kind of, kind of shadowy, you know, kind of image. Uh, but you know, a full breast was exposed. And of course, you know, some of the paparazzi got this shot and it, it and it went viral. And she, they were just kind of joking about it. They weren't, drawing that much attention to it, but they kind of joked about it. Well, I was early in my recovery at that point. I maybe had a year of recovery, maybe a couple years at that point. Um, and, uh, I don't know, you know, how long I had gone since a relapse, but I had been doing pretty well and I got into work and I couldn't stop thinking about it. I just got this stuck in my head. Uh, and by the end of the day at work, I remember I just Googled, uh, the actress's name And within a couple of results, I saw the pictures and I lost my sobriety right there. And I think it even led to a little bit of a binge. I think I might've gone home and looked at some other stuff and I had to go through the whole process of coming clean with my wife and my pastor and some other people in my life who were holding me accountable. And so what happened? I listened to something that was pretty innocuous and then just found myself going down the rabbit hole, uh, you know, kind of interested in this one celebrity. And if I told you the celebrity's name, I don't even know if you would know their name. 
They weren't a particularly famous celebrity. I can't even name one or two movies that this person was in. Um, So there is no real reason for me to even be obsessed with this, but for some reason it triggered me. And so I start that story because, um, you know, what happened uh, in the last couple of weeks was, you know, some hacker, a teenager, I think, you know, hacked into some iTunes clouds account or, you know, iCloud accounts um, for photo storage and then just found a number of pictures of different celebrities and then leaked them on the internet. And, um, and I, you know, I was really disturbed by this because I remember how this made me lose my sobriety. This very type of thing made me lose my sobriety, uh, many years ago. And so I was just thinking about this challenge that we have. And, you know, what's interesting is the culture's response to this. There was a little bit of outrage by the media of it. Um, And there was also a little bit of hypocrisy. You know, I think um, the media was sort of incensed by the violation of these, these women. And I guess there were some men involved. Um, But it's weird because, you know, I'm sure that some of these actresses have appeared nude in movies and other types of things. So it, there's kind of this real blurred line between this sort of private nudity and then sort of this public nudity that's in our media uh, or in our movies, in our television. And for me, I feel like all of this um, falls into something that um, violates uh, my understanding of, of people's images and people's personhood and their integrity. And this is the way I like to look at it. Um, I believe we're all made in God's image. And whatever reason, uh, or for whatever the reason is, whatever the motivation is, whenever we take another's image in our mind or on our computer, in a movie or whatever, and we start objectifying that image um, and sexualizing that image, we're stealing uh, from God. We're basically stealing the good of his image in that other person and using it for our own selfish sort of narcissism. Uh, The way I like to think of it is we're like shoplifters. We're like walking through a store we see something we like and we just decide to take it. And there's a part of us that maybe feels like we have a right to, to this, you know, especially with actresses, you know, we feel, or actors, we feel maybe a certain amount of they're in the public eye uh, or, you know, we, we sort of question their motives for certain movies they do or certain clothes they wear. And we just assume, well, they're out there. We like it. We can take it. Um, But we don't have a right to do that. Uh, We don't have a right to see them naked. Um, They're not ours, especially if we're um, in a committed relationship. Um, You know, we don't have the right to partake in other people's nakedness, whether they're famous or not. We don't have a right to take their image, objectify them for our own uh, sexual satisfaction. And what's interesting is, you know, 
In this particular case, this is actually illegal. You know, these images were acquired illegally. They weren't by consent. So not so it, it actually heightens the actual fact that if you're partaking in these images, you're actually stealing. Uh, you're actually contributing to a violation by viewing them. Um, now, I think you contribute, you're violating uh, women in porn, you're violating men and women in porn when you watch them in porn. Um, but, you know, legally, maybe you're not violating. But I think in, in sort of God's law and sort of the way that I see human um, dignity, I think we're violating them. So in this case, you're actually stealing. Um, one of the actresses uh, who I think was involved in the scandal, I'm not sure I read this on Wikipedia, um, pleaded on Twitter for people not to view the pictures, saying that doing so violates these women over and over again. And I totally agree with this. When you're downloading these pictures or looking at them, especially these ones that are acquired uh, illegally, you are violating the women. You're basically saying that their personhood, their humanity, uh, uh, their image is something that you can just objectify and take with no consequence. So, you know, you don't have a right to see them naked. When you do, you violate their image by viewing it. Another actress condemned the picture's release, but, but also some comments on social media um, saying that the comments actually showed a real lack of empathy. And that's another thing we do. And I saw this, uh, you know, th this came up at my fantasy football draft. And not that anyone at my fantasy football draft was celebrating these pictures or anything like that or talking about um, the actresses, but um, particularly we were talking very casually about it. And it almost shows a lack of empathy in our culture that we don't even think this is that big of a deal. Uh, you know, I heard people saying things like, if these women didn't want their images, you know, to be, to, to get leaked out, why would they ever, you know, take these pictures with their iPhones or why would they share them to their cloud account? And, you know, that's not really for us to judge. And that also is not licensed for us um, to just forget them as persons. Um, whatever they do with their iPhone or whatever they do in their private relationship is up to them. And when we um, feel like we have a right to see them naked, when we uh, violate their image by viewing it, um, we show a lack of empathy. And, when we, and we show that we're basically forgetting them as persons. And, you know, the last thing I wanted to point out here, just in terms of an awareness of what's going on in a pattern, you're not helpless. Uh, you can make choices. You can really make choices in how you talk about um, this scandal, how you talk about these women, how you talk about pornography in general, how you talk about, um, uh, you know, how you, how you uh, attack and, and say no to different types of objectification in our culture. You know, you're not helpless. Um, so I wanted to give you a couple of tips of things you can do specifically around this celebrity trigger. This trigger, it's a, it's a real trigger. I mean, you know, I remember, um, you know, reading about a scandal that Marilyn Monroe kind of uh, 
that that happened, I think in the 50s or 60s, she appeared in Playboy. And I can't imagine what it would have been like uh, to be a Marilyn Monroe fan in the 50s and 60s as a man and not seek out uh, those pictures. Um, and, you know, there's been things like this in, in movies and stuff, you know, an actress appears nude in a movie. I remember in the eighties, there was a famous actress that appeared nude in a movie and everyone, you know, got the videotape and freeze framed it, uh, that I knew. And so this has been with us forever and it seems to be, be coming up more and more, um, just this week I was on Twitter and I saw uh, a music artist who I liked was trending and I thought maybe they had a new album or maybe something was wrong with their health or something like that. And I clicked on it and the first thing I saw was that there was a, there was a scandal about nude pictures of this person. I don't think it was related to the same leak. Um, but, you know, and I wasn't clicking it out of some um, I wasn't clicking the, uh, the, what's it called? I wasn't clicking the trending topic because of some curiosity or, you know, something that I wanted to do. I just, I just happened to see it. Um, so here's a couple tips, uh, with the celebrity thing in particular. First of all, flee all celebrity gossip. Um, even though celebrity gossip seems like news and seems important to know, it's really empty. And what's interesting is it violates a lot of the things that I think this scandal kind of uh, highlights. It kind of treats um, celebrities with a lack of empathy. It forgets that they're people. It sort of feels like we have a right to know their private lives. Uh, like it's just sort of news. It's just sort of what, you know, we have a right to know. Um, and a lot of times we violate their privacy and their image and their families by participating in celebrity gossip. Um, so stay away from things like the TMZ show, the TMZ, you know, if you see any sort of tweets or things like that, you see it sometimes in Buzzfeed at the bottom of your, your web articles, um, you know, Howard Stern show can be a little bit like this. It can lead to this radio. Obviously I mentioned that at the beginning of the show can, can be a trigger. Perez Hilton, the blogger, you know, who by the way, posted some of these images and then retracted them and apologized. You know, he totally got lost in this idea that this was somehow newsworthy or he was somehow helping his readers by posting these things just a complete lack of empathy. And I think that guy in particular is, is awful. I think he is a narcissist. I think he uh, just shows a tremendous amount of, of vile uh, lack of empathy for just about everybody. And um, so avoid anything like that. Uh, avoid that kind of talk too. Um, and I don't mean to sound overly religious, you know, avoiding idle gossip. That sounds like a verse or something. But this is what, you know, this is where as, as someone who's struggling, as maybe someone who's triggered, you just need to really steer clear of all that stuff. Uh, don't click on trending topics, you know. I, as I said, you know, I, I luckily didn't see any pictures or any sort of um, 
something scandalous when I clicked on that, that artist's name, but I could have easily, and that would have been a problem. And uh, so don't uh, click on trending topics. If you don't know, uh, you know, just, st- just steer clear of that kind of stuff. Um, set a boundary with yourself. Don't search for an actress or an actor for any reason. Um, especially if you're struggling with, with actresses or things like that. Um, don't kid yourself. Don't say that you're interested in their IMDB file or you have a sort of a passing interest in their career. Um, it can just really lead down the rabbit hole. So just, just right now, set a, a ground rule in your head that under no circumstances are you going to search out an actress's name. Um, because you could, you know, you could end up getting a search of results back that just, um, you know, leads you down the rabbit hole. Uh, read movie screeners. Whenever I contemplate going to a new movie, um, I try to read sort of the parent reviews and there's a number of parent review sites, uh, that review for sexual content and other types of content. I always try to review them. Um, the last time I didn't review a site, uh, a movie, uh, we went to this movie and I can't remember the name. Uh, and there was, I don't think there was any graphic, uh, nudity. Um, but there was something very slimy that happened towards the end of the movie. Um, it was kind of a, a a relational plot twist and, um, it just really affected me. And I think if I would have read a screener of it, I would have probably avoided the movie. And um, it was kind of a dark sexual secret that came out. And uh, so read those things. And, you know, I've talked about this earlier on. Sometimes uh, movies that are out there, I I said this in episode 10, uh, pornfreeradio.com slash 10. There's some things that are just off limits for you forever. And so just, just content yourself. If you read a review of a movie and it has certain content that you think is going to trigger you, steer clear of it and it's just going to be in the off-limits category. Just, just give yourself that um, kind of strong boundary. Uh, so flee, flee celebrity gossip. Don't click on trending topics. Don't search for actresses for any reason. Uh, read movie screeners, uh, child parental kind of reviews of, of, of popular movies. And, um, and then the last one is limit social media exposure. I really think that social media, uh, really propelled this scandal. Um, if you, you could easily just be looking at your timeline and be triggered. Um, and so really limit your social media exposure And if you're really in the early stages of recovery or have just come through a relapse, I'd recommend even cutting off some of your access to certain social media. Um, Just for fun, I thought I would come up with a letter grade, like an old school letter grade of the different social media platforms um, for triggers and porn, porn triggers in particular. So uh, Twitter, I give a D. Uh, and the reason I give it a D is I think there's trends and there's, uh, different, um, types of picture posts that can easily get in your timeline that can lead right to a binge. And so if you're not careful about who you follow, 
uh, if you're not careful about what trends you click on, you can easily, within a couple of clicks, end up in a in a trending topic or a, a, you know looking at a tweet that has pornography in it. Uh, and there's just not a lot of safeguards. Uh, I've even noticed, you know, because my uh, my uh, account, you know, Matt Dopshoots, uh, talks about me hosting Porn Free Radio. You know, I've been followed by different people that are either in the porn industry or some sort of internet uh, porn type thing. And so I can't even follow my followers. There's some followers that I've seen that I just don't, I question, I'm not sure what their motives are for following me. Um, and things, some of the things they post would, would totally violate, uh, my boundaries. Um, so Twitter is very, very dangerous. And that's why I give it a D Facebook's a little better. I give it a C. I think Facebook's the main vulnerability with Facebook is a lot of people post, um, sort of a false image of themselves. They project sort of a, this good image of themselves. And it's easy to sometimes, it's easy to sometimes go down the rabbit hole, looking at friends of friends or getting in a habit of, of just sort of mindlessly looking at people's profiles. I think the hardcore pornography and some of the links to pornography are a little harder to get to, but it's easy to get into a sort of a fantasy world uh, where you stop looking at people as people and start looking at their images as something to objectify. Um, I mean, I've seen this with friends of friends, you know, you click and all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's a, it's a photo album of the day at the beach. And next thing you know, you're, you're looking at, uh, uh, you know, someone who you don't even know that well at the beach in a bikini or whatever. And it just, you know, you can't necessarily control what your friends of friends post. Um, so definitely Facebook, it's a little better, not much. Google Plus, I give an A, maybe because no one's on it, but I feel like I have not been triggered on Google Plus. I haven't seen a lot of danger on Google Plus. Um, it'll maybe get there at some point if it gets more popular, but right now it seems like super safe. So if you have to be on one platform, um, consider Google Plus. Uh, Reddit, I give a big F to. Gosh, Reddit. It's just the Wild West. Yes, there's there's a couple of great subs called Porn Free and uh, No Fap and No Fap Christian, uh, but gosh, there's so you know some of the images in this scandal were uh, leaked right onto Reddit. Uh, it's easy if you just look at the front page of Reddit to see something right away that could trigger you. Um, it's easy to get into subs that. Um, don't share your values about being porn free. Uh, if anything, there's some subs that that openly um, go after people who want to be porn free. Um, I mean, I've some of the some of the subs that I follow uh, related to being porn free uh, commonly are spammed uh, with posts by people who just think it's funny to make fun of people who don't want to look at porn. And so they'll post an erotic post or they'll post a link to something that's um, completely dangerous and triggering. So Reddit's a big F. If you're not on Reddit, um, be very careful about getting on it. If you're on it, really restrict the subs that you're, um, you're uh, subscribed to. And I recommend not even going to the front page. I recommend only looking at 
the very safe subs that you've uh, signed up for. YouTube, big F to YouTube. Gosh, YouTube, I think I lost my sobriety on YouTube several times. Uh, I remember one time I was watching a clip that was kind of erotic and sexual. And, you know, a lot of times sexual clips on YouTube get get blocked or banned or uh, have a parental warning. And for some reason, this clip hadn't been called out as dangerous. And um, so I started watching it and I was kind of, kind of um, edging a little bit. It was kind of sexual, but it wasn't uh, totally pornography. And I was feeling like I wasn't crossing my boundary. Um, and all of a sudden, the woman in the video got completely undressed. And I immediately was, you know, zero to 60 and triggered. And um, probably, you know, instantly acted out and masturbated. Um, just it was bad news. And here I thought I was sort of skirting the edge, kind of keeping safe, you know, it's never going to turn into porn, it's never going to get too too explicit. Um, and, you know, whatever, it wasn't flagged, it was too, it was a real new video, I don't know what the deal was, but uh, it took me right over the edge. So F to YouTube, if you don't absolutely need something on YouTube, um, don't go there. Uh, and, you know, this is really for people who are, you know, real vulnerable, but definitely YouTube F. So Twitter D, Facebook C, Google Plus, big A, but no one's on it. Uh, Reddit F and YouTube F. And you know, that might be hard to hear. You, you might, you might've gotten to a point where you're like, I can't live without social media. So what are you going to do? Um, but if you really want to be porn free, you have to take a hard look at each platform, why you're on it, what your motivation is and what the risk is. And I think from a, a risk point of view, those are pretty good, um, good letter grades. Uh, I mean, I think that's, that's accurate. All right. I mentioned this earlier in the show. For those of you who maybe tr- uh, got triggered or uh, sought out some of this content from this recent scandal, Um, I want to encourage you to do something. And this is what I want to encourage you to do. Uh, Give yourself a consequence. You know, you knowingly uh, violated um, these people's boundaries. Uh, You, you know, stole their images. You sought it out. And you might have done it because you felt like you had a right to, or maybe you felt um, entitled to look at this. Um, But, in actuality, you know, you showed a lack of empathy, you forgot about them as people, and, you know, you were passive in this. And so I recommend to take some action. And the action is, is give yourself a consequence. Um, give yourself a consequence for this particular thing. And a couple ideas are maybe media related, no TV for 30 days, or no social media for 30 days. Maybe analyze what what the trigger was. Was it TV? Was it a radio show? Uh, was it a friend on Twitter? And whatever that channel, whatever that uh, access point was, cut that off for 30 days. Give yourself a little bit of a penalty um, for crossing that boundary. And just practice that. You know, Practice the feeling of, of fasting and cutting something off that caused you to go down the rabbit hole. And, you know, if you do that enough, if you really take it serious when you cross boundaries, 
um, you're going to live. Um, wow. Okay. I just, I just paused just for a second there. I'm back. I, uh, got interrupted by my kids in the porn free radio studio here. <laughs> it's the first time that's ever happened. Um, but anyway, yeah. So consider that consequence, um, figure out what the entry point was and see if you can come up with a clever consequence that aims right at that, uh, vulnerable place. Um, and again, this isn't about shame. This is about, uh, awareness. It's about, um, looking at people, um, as people with dignity, um, their image made in God's image and, and choosing not to objectify, choosing not to, to shoplift their image for our own pleasure. Well, this is great. Thanks for listening. Um, my kids are home. I can hear them upstairs. So I'm going to, I'm going to sign off now as always. Thanks for all the comments on Google plus Twitter, Reddit, uh, on our Facebook page, uh, porn free radio with Matt Dobshoots. Um, please leave a review and rating on iTunes. Uh, it helps us get the word out. And again, feel free to reach out to me at matt at pornfreeradio.com. You can email me direct. I'm the only one who checks that email box, matt at pornfreeradio.com. And we'll talk to you next week. And for show notes on this show, go to pornfreeradio.com slash 20. That's pornfreeradio.com slash two zero. And hey, thanks for listening. It's been great. And I can't believe we're at episode 20. I'm so excited. I have plenty of ideas for future episodes. I know this one's going a little long, but plenty more content to come. And thanks for listening.